0: hello
1: hello ruth hi matt yeah i was looking up videos yesterday of uh, you three performing at an outdoor event and i literally got chills once you started saying it sounded the same from you know mtv video i saw some years ago how are things going for the group things
2: are going great for the group i mean just at my age i just am in awe and surprise as the years go by that the work keeps coming and uh i remember a few years back when i started to wonder uh you know how long would i be able to do this how long would the fans keep coming and I don't know when or how it happened, but all of a sudden things started picking up, and I was like, "What?" <laughs> so I, just, you know, I'm just really surprised over and over again at uh, the fan base that we have and the people that that keep hiring us, and and the way we continue to enjoy ourselves on stage. It's my sister Anita, myself, and uh, we've incorporated my daughter Issa in the last, I would say, nine years almost, um, and my granddaughter, uh, Sadako, because my daughter took off a period of time she had a baby. But, you know, we just keep living our lives and and continue to enjoy ourselves, and it's just a day at a time, you know, and just wonder how we keep doing this ourselves, oh, yeah.
1: The age has nothing to do because you sound sounded so good. And you guys could still you. get up there and dance. You guys got the presents. And you know, all those songs, they bring back so many memories uh, for people because I was like, oh, I remember this song. And then it led to another one. I remember He's So shocked 'cause because I had the 45 oh, yeah. of, of fire. Oh, yeah. I had, the, I, <laughs> 45. I had the, the 45 and I was like, oh my God. You bring back a lot of The I like, what's that? <laughs> I know. I know. <laughs> now you all have distinct voices. Did that help when it came to kind of sharing the wealth of stepping out in front of the group?
2: Absolutely. Oh, absolutely. We were happy to share that lead, you know, because we all, like you say, have uh, different ranges of voices, which only God did that because we had no no idea. And we grew up, you know, singing in my dad's church in Oakland, and... uh It was the best training that we could have ever had because that's where we learned what our ranges were, uh, you know, and and what we were capable of doing as far as harmonizing together and all that. So with us growing up with that training, we really don't need a lot of rehearsing and uh, we instinctively know what the other sister is capable of singing and where she's going to fit into the harmonizing. Mm -hmm. It's just innate in us. We just do it.
1: What's what's the dynamic of the group? Is there a, a quote quote leader that kind of everybody follows? Is it you? I,
2: I, it probably is, but I don't really,
1: uh, you know, accept that, that. I
2: do and I don't, you know, because all three of, all four of us are, are equally, you know, strong. You know, we each have our turn leading in different issues and in different circumstances. So I would have to say um, I am the oldest, I am the eldest sister, and there are times when they do turn to me to, like in the interviews, even sometimes if we're all together, they, you know, and the, and the question is asked, they would all look at me at one time like, okay, you take this one. But yeah. <laughs> then there are also other times when my other sisters will just step right up, because when the group first began, I wasn't in the group. I had married, I had two children already, I was off into another life. And Bonnie, June, and Anita were singing as a group. So when I came in, I really kind of took a back seat because uh, they had had a little more experience in what was going on than I did. And I just kind of sat back and, and, and let them run the show, you know. And um, it's great. It's, it's great to, to be able to do this, you know, and, and, and be able to make a living doing it because I love it so much. Absolutely.
1: The the group came in at a point when the the concept of the girl groups was changing. Was it hard trying to convince people this wasn't some sort of a novelty, or were you taken seriously right away that, okay, Pointer Sisters, this is what's happening?
2: You know, I think it was a lot of things involved in those changes. Uh, Yeah, true enough, the girl groups from the 50s and 60s, Supremes, Marvelettes, uh, Three Degrees, uh, you know, all, all those... Times had changed everything for women in general mm-hmm. uh, right after that. All different types of things sort of propelled women into a different a different stage of strength and a different stage of self-reliance and I think most women had different ideas about women's representation of themselves and i we probably all kind of fell into that and wanted to do things a little differently than the little prissy little girls that and high pitch and, this, 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 and <laughs> this, this, this. you know, we wanted to be a little rougher and and a little more aggressive and a little different
1: and I kind of compare the Pointer Sister style to what when Tina Turner was really breaking out and coming into, you know, she was embracing more of a rock and roll style.
2: Exactly, yeah. <laughs> yeah.
1: yeah. And that's yeah, what I mean, you guys were doing. Exactly. You guys were like going off into your own everybody knew the the Pointer Sisters, not just people who listen to R and B. Everybody
2: yeah, I mean, that, that's a perfect, that's a perfect uh, comparison because um, we knew, we know Tina and she's watched us on stage. We've come off stage of several times and she'd be standing there in the wings watching us, you know, perform and she, one, one particular time right outside of Detroit we came off and she was there and she said, you guys remind me of, of four little me's up there just wailing it out. And she, I love it, you know. So I really take that as a enormous compliment because she is definitely one of my idols in the music industry.
1: You know, the, the 80s, Neutron Dance, Beverly Hills Cop was was everywhere and it fit that opening scene and continuing the Pointer Sisters hit Making Machine there you know, just kept on going. How exciting were the 80s for you?
2: Oh, enormously wonderful. We had such a good time. Uh, just always on the road, you know, and we enjoyed it. Um, probably one of the highlights of the times was when we were on the road with Lionel Richie. We did a big tour with Chicago at one of our first big tours, and it was just always so much fun, and I think for us, because we didn't come into the industry having been um, sort of groomed and bred like a lot of performers are these days, to be who we were, uh, you know, we weren't privy to stylists and, and, and people that gave us lessons for this and that and the other, and, and did our makeup and our hair. We did all this stuff ourselves. And it was totally homegrown. And we were just having a good time, not really being aware of all the stuff that was happening. You know, I mean, Beverly Hills Cop, I was so unaware of what was going on. We were on the road with Lionel Richie, and when we came back home and and started that song, and the audience practically rushed the stage, we were in shock. I almost forgot the words. Running to the stage, and I was like, what, 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 you know? But... Basically, we were just having a good time doing what we loved to do and uh, didn't have a lot of time to absorb, you know, the magnitude of of what fans were, you know, giving us and and appreciating other than the audiences that we were in front of.
1: No one ever likes to see artists that bring so much joy to people go through their moments of pain, but what what was it like to continue performing without your sister, June?
2: My God, uh, that was probably one of the hardest times In in my career, for sure. And every now and then it still pops up, um, the grief that we feel missing her so much, because June was the youngest, Mm -hmm. and she was just, you know, she was just loved so much, and she had so much love to give. She always had a little entourage around her, you know, young women, young men that just loved her just loved her and she would practically just move them right into her house wow. you know so so many times so many people even today that that I still am friends with that when we get together tell me that you know you sisters and particularly June were such a big influence on me becoming who I am, and it's just un- endless the, the love that she had for what she did and for her family and for her friends and, and her fans. She was the high-pitched voice in the group, and she, like the other three of us, just knew instinctively what to do. When June and I were on stage together, if she wasn't leading the song, she and I were in such sync. I could change something in an instant, vocally, And she had no, she didn't miss a beat about where I was going. She jumped right in there and went with me. And I did the same thing with her. Unbeknownst to whoever was leading the song, we just held. I can't even explain it. It was so magical. It was so magical. And I really believe that's just biological, something that we just did. Because we knew each other so well. Absolutely, the
1: the chemistry was Every single performance, every time you saw you on TV, you guys were just one unit all the time. Oh, my God. Yeah. It, it, it,
2: it, it's, it's, un, it's unmatched. It's unmatched. We laughed about the same things. We, we would have probably have just as much fun in the dressing room with one another. Yeah. I mean, that in, the, that in itself was a show that should have been captured on camera. <laughs> <laughs>
0: That's
1: awesome. <laughs> well, what do, you, what do you think of today's uh, singing groups? Because, obviously, they owe a lot to you. The Pointer Sisters blazed a lot of trails for a lot of groups. You know, we got Destiny's Child and Vogue. It goes on and on and on. But what do you think of the, the groups that are around today?
2: I I love the group. I love Destiny's Child. I, I love uh, Brownstone and and SWV and, and, and so many other groups that have come, you know, after us. And it's very different, you know, than the way we came up. You know, I think I sort of briefly mentioned before, we didn't have stylists and haired people and makeup people and all this kind of stuff that got us ready for anything. Even like the awards, I remember us running all over town trying to find something to wear, to go to the Grammys, to go to the American Music Awards. No one did that for us. Really? You know, even, no
1: one... even even as, as big as you got, you still just insisted? Did you just insist on, we're going to do this ourselves? or No, it wasn't that we insisted. <laughs> it's just that that wasn't available to us. Wow, you know, if, if it was available at all,
2: no one told us about it. No one told us there were stylists that would go and do that for you, or either they or either our managers or the powers that be thought we couldn't afford to pay them or, uh, you know, because early and I, I would say in the first five years of our career, we didn't know anything about business. And we gave up a lot. You know, we gave away a lot of power to people that told us, you guys just have to sing. We'll take care of everything else. And then five years later, we learned, hey, we don't have anything. What What happened to the money we made on the road well you had to pay for this dress and you had to pay for this accountant and you had to pay for this lawyer that made this deal for you and yet you know we we were completely blindsided like a lot of young artists are when it comes to what money you dole out to be quote unquote taken care of and uh we didn't know. I mean, they they really led us to believe that they just liked us and they were just gonna do this for us and we just thought, Okay, you are great Yes. Yeah. But uh I think that's probably why too a lot of times we just say, No, we
1: can do this ourselves, we don't need Well, you did a great job because you always look fabulous. Thank you. Yeah, you always look great. All the awards, (laughs) everything. But we (laughs) learned, you know, we
2: we watched. There were a few times, like, there were, uh, I wouldn't say every event, there were times when we used stylists and makeup and hair people specifically for, I would say, two major events, which were um, videos, which came in later, and album covers. And we watched intently to what those people did, you know. And then, of course, when we traveled around the world, there were people that volunteered their services because they were fans of ours and they wanted to show what they could do artistically that would come and say, we want to do the Point of Sisters makeup. We want to do their hair. We want to, uh, you know, loan them or give them the wardrobe to wear on this particular television show, like in London or in Paris or, you know, in and." and Uh, Tokyo we did a fashion show for um, a a particular designer over there and we would you know we would get those types of privileges once in a while but uh, we watched these people and we learned from them and we just tried to uh, duplicate what they did, you know we we're pretty quick blind.
1: gal's gonna be doing any recording again
2: um right now we're just doing greatest hits. Well, we would love to record again. We just aren't sure we're still going through some changes in our lives right now there's there's a lot of um stuff involved in trying to make a transition from the way we used to do things and the way they do things now, and we're not real savvy on. You know all the technology and the way things are done, and and but we would really like to. I have a son who's a great songwriter, Malik, and there's been, so many people do encourage us. They say, "God, you guys have so many so much talent in your family. You should just all get together and just do a big old album." Yeah. <laughs> you know. So.
1: Oh, that's true. I, oh. I, I think so, too. I, when, I, when I find out who's coming in, I'm going to do interviews, and I go and do the research. And I look at the, the first thing I always do is I look up YouTube videos of the most recent stuff. And like I said, when I saw the scenes, you, you guys look great. And then immediately when the leads come in and the songs start going, and all three start singing, you're even doing your solo sections, you sound like the same. I mean, it's like this, wow. is, this, is, this is one of those rare instances sometimes where you're like, well, I'm not going to be afraid that, one of my favorite groups, when I'm going to go listen to them, I might, might be disappointed. Pointer Sisters sound great. You and your sister thank sound you. fantastic. And, thank you
2: so much.
1: Yeah, thank you. And so much of what you created is missing in today's music. My favorite song is is Automatic. That's the one you sang. I really <laughs> love that song. I, that song thank you, you. Put that on. Like I said, it brings back a lot of great memories. And um, I thank you so much for, for taking the time to, to share such a such a great story because it is it is a really... This is a really illustrious career. So many things I want to ask you about, but I would probably keep down the phone for about four hours, and I don't want to do that. <laughs> <laughs> well, thank you so much, Ruth, and you have a great day. Be safe. Okay, Matt. Thank you. Bye-bye. Bye-bye.
0: Me with its x-ray vision and our system What you don't do me, I'm utterly at your will, all of my defense is down Your camera looks through me with a x ray vision and all systems run the ground